Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Dollars and Cents podcast. This week we have Kang Hyung, our editor, and Timothy, our managing editor with us again. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to cover the topic of like, are private university graduates at an unfair disadvantage when it comes to finding a job in Singapore? Before we go into this conversation, I just wanted to say that we brought up this topic because of an interesting article that was written by a local blogger called Geraldine P. And uh, she talked about her, her dealings with local university and private university graduates and how her impression actually changed a little bit after interacting with some of them. So going to the discussion, firstly, I just want to ask your opinions. Like, What is the fascination with paper chasing in Singapore or getting a degree, not having a degree, like, it's a very big topic in Singapore, you know? I mean, that's a great question to start off this podcast. It caught me by surprise. <laughs> uh, I think when it comes with paper fascination, I think a lot of people have this mindset that they want to go to university because that allows them to earn more in the future. Yes. And uh, I'm not saying that's wrong. You know, that is statistically, university graduate is likely to be able to earn more in the future. But it then leads to the expectation that, okay, which university should I go? You know, do I earn more if I go to a local university versus a foreign or private university? Maybe sometimes that leads to disappointment because, you know, you have students who might not be, have been able to qualify for local university and, and they opt for private university instead and hoping to earn a higher salary when they graduated and, and they find that that's not really the case. They, they may have problems finding a job mm. and, and the challenge of finding a job caused them to take a lower than expected salary. Okay, okay. Kang, I just want to ask you like a slightly different question. Like, let's say you finished your poly, okay, your poly diploma in Singapore. What would be your next jump in life if you didn't want to take a degree? Would you be forced by your parents, or would you say that you could have not taken a degree and uh, not taken a degree and just focus on your career after that? Most people in Singapore have a pretty long working lifespan. Obviously, in Singapore, your degree holders are paid at least from a starting point of view higher mm-hmm. than diploma holders okay. or IE graduates or people who do not have any tertiary education. So naturally, if you want to maximize your lifetime earnings potential, you want to ideally get as much education as you can as early as you can. Of course, due to personal reasons, that might not always be practical or possible. But I think for most of us, this is what we are always encouraged to do. Okay. So we kind of established that having a degree is kind of a good thing in Singapore because it increases your earning potential in general and it kind of like signals you as a, as a good employee in the future maybe. So let's move into like the perceptions of people in the industry now, right? Obviously, when you complete your degree, whether local or private, you have to find a job after that, right? So in this process, like, are local university graduates at an advantage or are private university graduates at a disadvantage when it comes to finding their first jobs? The word disadvantage suggests that you will definitely, you know, be losing out compared to someone exactly. uh, similar to you. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily the case where... All things being equal, the private university graduates are at a disadvantage. I think a lot of time that supports disadvantage doesn't imply that all things are being equal. For example, someone from a local university, and I'm just uh, sharing it based on experience that I've noticed, are more likely to have multiple internship experiences, overseas exchange experiences, and this gives them the added advantage that they need to be able to have a higher chance of landing a job. So it's not a situation where and I think it's very important for us to establish that or even, you know, agree to disagree that it's not a situation of all things being equal. A local university grad has 
an added advantage over a private university grad. While we might intellectually feel that being the case, but based on statistics, right? So there's a recent Straits Times article. Yes. Right, I think all of us have read it. It mm-hmm. says that in six months, 78% of public university graduates find a job, while only 47% of private uni students find a job. So all things being equal, doesn't this statistic also seems to imply that private uni graduates are in fact disadvantaged when it comes to looking for work? Okay, maybe this is looking at it from the point of view of the person who, who has the degree itself. What about the perception of the people on the other end hiring these people? Is there like a perception difference? Do they, do they sometimes think like the private university guy is a bit more lazy, he didn't study through school and he therefore had to go to a private university to get his degree? Like what about perceptions? I think that all hiring managers have some form of biasness. Everyone is a human being. It will be impractical for a hiring manager to just come out and say, I have no preferences, no biasness when Mm -hmm. it comes to hiring someone. The fact of the matter is that local university, and I'm referring to NTU, NUS, would have a longer history where you have their alumni who might have graduated 20, 30 years ago and they are the hiring managers today versus Mm -hmm. someone from a private university. So, you know, an SIM graduate would have a lot lesser history. SIM has a much lesser history and so statistics will just suggest that there's less hiring managers that would have graduated from those universities. And that could be one of the reasons why, you know, someone who used to graduate from NUS and who might have already hired a lot of NUS graduates since they started becoming a hiring manager might favor a graduate from from that same university. I also just want to point out a fact. I mean, I believe Gang Gang shared earlier that 47% of private students find full-time work six months after graduation compared with 78% for public university graduates. So this is from a Straits Times article earlier this year, April 2018. So it, get, it, it might give the impression that, you know, local university students are better or it's easier to find a job. But here's some additional statistics that I think it's worth considering as well. So the, the matter is that we think that local university graduates have an easier time finding a job. But even if you look at statistics within the university itself. I'm just citing at a university from NTU, right? So yeah. full-time employment rate, this is obtained in November 2017 uh, from MOE website. Full-time employment rate for NTU students, if you look at the cost, say for example, double degree in Bachelor of Accountancy and Bachelor of Business, about 94.3% found full-time employment. But if you were to look at the same, so this is the same school, NTU, Bachelor of Engineering with honours, 65.2%. There are also other courses such as Bachelor of Engineering honours for Environmental Engineering, 64% got full-time employment. So, and looking at the humanities side of things, Bachelor of Fine Arts with honours degree, 54% find full-time employment. So if you think local uni, it's a lot easier to find jobs. Statistically, I've shown that for some courses, it's even lower than a private university. Okay, okay. I mean, again, this is not taking private university um, equivalents. Maybe it would have been similarly lower. Okay, but sticking on statistics, right? Let's just move into this other statistic that I found. It says that the starting pay of private university graduates is 28% lower than local university graduates. I believe this number came out of the MTI, Ministry of Trade and Industry. And uh, I have to say that also that the vast majority of our Telegram users have disagreed with basing your pay solely based on whether you're a private university graduate or a local university graduate. At this point, I just want to shout out that you can join our Telegram group. You can find us on, a, on our Facebook page. We have all the information there for you to join us on Telegram. Okay, Tanya, what do you think? Is it fair for private university students to earn less? I mean, the, the conventional reason would be just say no, right? But have they done less in life? 
have they gotten the lower grades that they have to go to private university and therefore they have to work their way up from a lower starting base? Okay, I think for a private job, right, there, there must be someone that who's willing to pick up you know, a certain job at a certain pay. So this statistic that private uni graduates are actually earning less, it could be that you know, they are not able to secure jobs and are willing to settle for something lesser versus uh, you know, choosing not to take up the jobs. Okay, so do you disagree or agree with the notion that they are less talented? Oh, obviously. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, talented, that's a... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we value talent in Singapore. We've been brought up saying that we are yeah. humans are the only talents or resource that we have, right? So, I mean, if you're less talented, you just earn less. Lah. What's the problem with that? Can, can we face up to that reality or is there some other workings behind it? I mean, it is, it is a very challenging um, notion to accept. Like, yeah, okay. no, no one wants to go on record saying that, oh, you earn less because you're less talented, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I agree with that and I don't believe in that. But sometimes, like, looking at it on a whole, you know, like, just averaging everyone, you know, yeah. just being a bit generalized in our thinking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> given a, okay, so given a choice, obviously there are, there are some jobs that are more desirable than others, be it culture of a company, be it starting pay, opportunities, benefits, things like that. So obviously the more sought after jobs, those employers have the pick of the litter. They can choose from private uni students, public uni students, overseas students. They, they can choose. They'll pick whoever they deem most appropriate for their job, for their company. And the rest of us, the rest of the people will have to fight or compete for the, in a way, second tier jobs and third tier jobs and, and all that. That, that would generally pay less. That would generally right. pay yeah. less. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like people, the, the hiring managers are in fact choosing public uni graduates first from a statistic point of view. And the second tier jobs, third tier jobs that pay less seems to go to the, the private uni students. That is just to say that private uni student who was headhunted or, or talent scouted by top tier companies are getting paid any less than their private uni peers. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree with Gang Hyung and I think we have to be careful when we use that statistics to account for some of these differences. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, earlier on you were just citing that public university students tend to earn more compared to their private university uh, peers. Yes. But we got to bear in mind that some of these statistics do not account for, for example, graduates who are on scholarship and who would already be secured a guaranteed employment upon graduating and likelihood having a higher salary compared to the average because they are on scholarship. It also doesn't take into consideration the fact that, you know, for some courses, so I give you an example, medicine or being an NIE or a teacher, you know, it, guarantee, it leads to a guaranteed 100% employment rate simply because, you know, it's full employment for these courses. So these numbers pull up the averages for a lot of people in public university. And But if you look carefully at some of the courses offered by public university, mm-hmm. you can see that, you know, on the lower tier, there are starting pay of, you know, in the high tools, lower than 3,000, mid tools. So it's... My, my worry is that it leads to the expectation when a university graduate expects that he or she will make $3,000 or more just based on some of these statistics without consideration for number one, his or her experience, any internship experience, and as well as the course that he or she is graduating from, as well as like the market that they are entering into. Okay. Okay. So you got a fair point. You, you mentioned that okay, because the private universities maybe don't offer some of these courses. teaching yeah. or nursing courses, Correct. right? That, that their averages might be too lower because they're not guaranteed uh, the employment yeah. right when they start off, which yes. will tend to be higher if you're guaranteed. 
So we all come to consensus that industry definitely played a part, right? There's two coins to, to private degree graduates, actually. So I'm not sure how we can define private university. Because on one end, there's the SIM, the MDIS, the Kaplan's in Singapore. And then there's also like people who go to Australia, people who go to UK and, and get their private university degrees. So are these guys similarly disadvantaged like in, in any way or are they more... Or do they have more advantage, you know, when it comes to finding a job? I think it's very difficult to say, firstly, because I, I don't think we have statistics of how well foreign university mm-hmm. graduates are doing. I, mm-hmm. I'm referring to local students, uh, Singaporean students who go overseas to yeah. study. And we also don't have statistics of how many percent of them comes back. So you could mm-hmm. argue that the ones who have done well would have already found employment if they were in the US or in the UK. Okay, fair um, point. Uh, and the ones that come back could be, you know, for either personal reasons or simply because they couldn't find a job overseas. I don't think that a hiring manager would necessarily look at someone who is talented, who he or she wants to join their team and, and say that, okay, because you're from a private university, I'm going to pay you a bit lesser compared to someone who is equally talented, but who graduated from a public university. It's more of a matter of, number one, like I mentioned earlier, preferences. So, you know, do I connect, do I relate to the experiences of a private university graduate who joined a certain CCA in school? Mm-hmm. You know, it might be a great CCA, but I may not understand what the CCA is all about. Whereas, you know, if I interview someone else from a public university who shares a similar CCA or CCA that I know of, I might relate to that more. I might relate to the experience more. I think that, hey, this guy must, might be doing well. So, so personal preference comes into play when it, when it comes into employing somebody for the job. Mm-hmm. And like what Kang Hyo mentioned, you know, that could perhaps put some of the private university students at a disadvantage because they are unable to land the best jobs which everyone else wants to get. I think we've tried to stay on like a very diplomatic area yeah. for now, but I just want to point out that there are ways that private university graduates are actually disadvantaged because if you think about it, if you study like computing science at a local university, you know, you have access to all the, the funding for the latest equipment, the latest technology. Whereas if you do a similar degree at a local university, you, you don't have that access also. And the same is true for like many other different courses, you know. Isn't there a disadvantage actually? There is definitely many advantages of studying in a local university. There's more government subsidies, you enjoy greater facilities. I mean, the school campus is huge, you know, there's a big alumni network, there's a wide range of uh, courses, faculty, very experienced, uh, mm-hmm. academic culture, things like that. And, and sorry, just to add, I think uh, Geraldine Wright fully mentioned that, you know, for a lot of these public universities, because they've been around for so long, they have very well developed, very well established career offices mm-hmm. that helps to link uh, graduates to good companies. Exactly. So these are the advantages of studying in a public university. Does that mean that the education that you get at a private uni is any less? Well, I don't think so. You education, you get out of it what you put into it, right? So you can get the best facilities, the best teachers, but if you your heart's not in it, you know, you don't do your assignments, you don't attend lectures, then there's really no point. And conversely, if you're in a private uni, you might not have much resources, but you are resourceful. You you really want to learn and get as much out of, the, of education as you can, then for sure, you know, these these graduates will climb to be, the top. Will climb right. to the top, they'll be even more capable than anyone. So are they disadvantaged? Perhaps, but this disadvantage can also be seen as a strength. 
Okay, okay, that's a very fair point. Tim, I just want to ask you, like, we've heard so much about disadvantages and, and the problems that private university students face. I'm just going to ask you, like, what can they really do outside of their school, actually, now, like, to land a job that they want, you know? I'm sure they can do a lot of things, like, internships, they can hustle on the sidelines while studying, like, what are some of the ways private university students can get ahead? I think experiences are very important. I think uh, one of the advantages that uh, Gangnam rightfully pointed out for public universities is that they are very well established and they can offer beyond the academic value a lot of other experiences, whether it's exchange program, whether it's an internship program or just networking within the career office. So I think as a private university graduates, those are the experiences that you should also actively seek. Internship is obviously one of the areas that you cannot neglect. I don't think graduating from university, whether it's public or private, without any internship experience is going to be a good sell for future employers. So internships is the first thing I'll look at. I'll think that networking is very important and, and there's no stopping you from networking outside of your school. So being a Singaporean and being born in Singapore, sometimes it's quite common for us, especially when we're younger, to just expect things to be, in a way, you know, there for us, you know. So when we're in primary or secondary school, enrichment programs are set up for us already. And we should not bring that same attitude when it comes to university because, you know, you need to go out there and find your own experience, your own network, networking, because you can't just expect it to be given to you in school. I do think that as a public university, sometimes these things are readily available, but those are the advantages. But it doesn't mean that it's a disadvantage from a private university point of view because you can always find those experiences on your own. Okay, so, you're just saying that while it's not as easy as local university graduates, I mean, you can still go and seek these experiences. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. but and, that kind and, of defines the disadvantage, right? They, they have to work a little bit harder, but I guess they can overcome that disadvantage. Yeah, and the need to work harder and be resourceful is all these are life skills that you will need in all companies and which will make you immensely valuable versus someone who probably has everything spoon-fed and, and when they come in on day one, like, hey, where's, where's all my resources? Where's all my SOPs for me to follow? You know, hey, I'm, very, I'm really lost. I mean, there is a very interesting notion of whether an advantage for one party is necessarily a disadvantage for another party. Okay, um, so if you're fed everything on the plate, that might be a disadvantage to some people. Like. It might be, yeah, it might be. But, you know, if you have nothing fed, to you and you don't go seeking out for it as well then that's obviously going to be a disadvantage for you as well sure sure i get your point okay so now we're just going to wrap up i just want to quote education minister ong ye kung he said a prime minister without a degree can happen not too far in the future as there's nothing inherent in the minister's job that requires a degree so Coming from the government, I'm quite hopeful that they are not looking down on uh, people with private university degrees or even no university degrees, you know, they're kind of like accepting it and, I, and while I think it's still very, very far into the future, um, at least we are starting that conversation also. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks, thanks. Glad to be here.